Hello and I'm absolutely thrilled to welcome you to episode 39 of Escape the J Curve. I am your host Rohan Nag and today I am thrilled, I am grateful, I am honored, I am really happy because I just conducted an interview with Dr. Frank Buck. Dr. Frank Buck is a leading consultant in productivity and he has been rated number 1 in time management by Global Gurus top 30 for the years 2019 and 2020. It was an absolutely amazing interview with Frank and we talk about so many things obviously related to productivity. He has some absolutely magnificent tips on productivity in this episode, but we also talk about passion, we also talk about building a fulfilling career, we also talk about how to use an email list to grow your consulting business this episode should not be missed and without further ado get your popcorn and focus in because you will get a lot of amazing value from this episode thank you for tuning in we will see you in the episode Good morning, Rohan. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine, Frank. Uh, it's slightly past eight thirty in the evening in India, so I'm speaking for in, from India. <laughs> okay. So sounds good. Yeah. So I just just sent you an email saying I'm ready for the link, but obviously, uh, I think our our emails probably passed each other somewhere out there in cyberspace. So. That's great. I just just got your email with the link and so all looks good. Absolutely. And uh I would like to thank you so much for doing this. I'm really really grateful Frank that you are joining uh Escape the Jacob. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad uh, glad that you invited me. Absolutely. My pleasure. So, uh Frank, can we get started with a bit of an introduction uh, with uh, you know where are you from and what are you doing currently things like that Absolutely Well uh I reside uh, just outside of Birmingham Alabama mm-hmm. uh, my my background is that uh, I was in public education for almost 30 years I was a junior high band director thought I would do that my entire career but uh, 12 years into that I decided to go into school administration so I was a, an assistant principal and a principal and central office administrator and it was during that time that a passion for organization and time management you know, as I look back on all of those days the things that maybe separated me from other people whether it was yep. being a junior high band director or an elementary school principal was just the ability to have systems that made things easier for me 
Mm-hmm. So when I when I retired from public education in 2009, and actually the reason I retired when I did was to give kind of a second career a chance to flourish with that okay. career being in the productivity space, um, speaking and writing on organization, time management, productivity, to take mm-hmm. the things that were helping me and bring those to the rest of the world. Fantastic. So um, such a, a broad and diverse career from public education to being a brand director to uh, being a productivity consultant, would that be a right word to use for what you do, a productivity consultant? I think that is right on the money. Productivity consultant, speaker, writer, you know, the, the consultant term sort of brings it all together. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I find interesting is there are certain events in our life which drive uh, toward, drive us towards the things that we want to do. So uh, when you were shifting into being a productivity consultant, was there an event or a turning point or something that really inspired you to do this? Gosh, you know, there have been so many um points along the way that have really all pointed to today yeah. going back to say my senior year of high school you know i was a good student um mm-hmm. but i was keeping up with a lot of things you know in my head or jotting assignments on a random scrap of paper and you fold that up and you put it in a textbook and it was my senior year of high school where there was more going on than that system would would allow. And I realized at that point, I've got to have a, quote, system. One place that's going to put everything together. And so Mm -hmm. I put together something simple. And from that day forward, have always had some type of formal system that I could explain to someone else. Here's how I do what I do. Then as I, you know, became a band director and and, uh, an assistant principal and so forth, um, that ability to put things in a system, as I said a few minutes ago, it it really separated me from everybody else. But then a big turning point was when it came time to do, uh, to work on the doctorate. And of course, Mm -hmm. the big thing about the doctorate is the dissertation. That's the thing that wipes everybody out taking the doctoral classes. Well, they're just like classes that you've taken in in other programs, but the big difference is the dissertation. So I decided to do my dissertation on time management. It was a a study of the time management practices of principals in the state of Alabama. So during that time, as I'm researching that topic, I put together a little workshop to do for teachers and administrators, because what I was finding was there was a lot in the time management literature that was addressing the business world, but there was very little out there that really addressed school people. And and it it really is, education really is a different world. So uh, I was sort of coming at this from the standpoint of, uh, what is applicable to education and, and writing and speaking toward the education community. So it was a little workshop that has expanded uh, over the years and expanded past the education arena. Mm-hmm. I talked to lawyers, I talked to insurance people, uh, because we've all got the same kinds of challenges as far as uh, managing now in a digital world, but still having all the paper around us. So as a as I look back over the decades, there have been those few points that have really stood out that point 
my direction in life to the kinds of things that I'm doing today. Fantastic. And uh, I believe so productivity, we can look at it as a habit, right? So, uh, but behind every habit, there's a big why and there's a big mindset related issue, right? So, for example, let's say I want to be more productive, but the question is, why do I want to be more productive? Maybe so that, you know, I can spend more time with with the family or things like that. Do you find it to be the case? Like, uh, instead of focusing more on productivity, you have to focus on the mindsets uh, of the people that you work with first, then you move on to productivity. Mm -hmm. The mindset is the entire thing behind it. And and Mm -hmm. Rohan, I think when you ask the question, the the why, why do you want to be more productive? Why do you want to be more? Why do you want to better manage your time? So when you're getting to things like more time with family and friends, uh, less stress in my life, uh, not being embarrassed about showing up late to meetings and forgetting things. Uh, what do we want our future to look like? And how's that different from our life today? Yeah. And when people see that there's some very, very actually easy, very doable things, that can make the day-to-day easier, that can give you back much more time, um, then that's, you know, that, that, that's why we buy it. You know, we don't buy a paper planner uh, because we want to have a book to carry around. Nope. We yep. buy that planner because of what it's going to give us on the other end, or we don't buy that particular piece of productivity software just to have it. It's what's that desired future that we're going to have because of it. Yeah, completely makes sense. And uh, Frank, do you find it the case that most of the students that come to you or want to work with you, the why is not very clear? And uh, that is the primary thing, the first thing that you work with, like, why do you want to do this? For many, the why is not clear. And the reason that they're interested in my work is they just know that What's going on in their life right now just isn't working. Yeah. So they, they may not have a, a clear picture of what is my desired future, but they sure know some things that are in their life right now that they don't like, um, yeah. like all the piles of papers and just not being able to find things, the stress level on a daily basis, the waking up in the middle of the night, remembering the things that you forgot to do, and, and just the feeling of of not being very smart. I, I know an awful lot of very good people that beat themselves up about, you know, I'm so stupid, I forgot this little thing. Yeah. And the approach that I take is, I think forgetting is a good thing. Let's build a system that's going to allow us to take those things that we need to do next week, next month, next year. Let's put them in a system that's going to remind us at just the right time. You know, I don't need to be reminded about something I can't do for two weeks. I don't need to be reminded about that every day from now until then. I want to go away. Get out of my way. Let me focus on the things that I've chosen to do now 
And when it's time to do that thing two weeks from now, that would be a very good time to see some kind of reminder in my system about what I had decided now that I want to do then. So it, it's all about throwing it in the system and letting the system spit it back to you at the right time. Yeah, it makes so much sense. We don't want to be stressed with things that we are going to do two weeks from now. It just, you know, put it on your calendar and just forget about it. Do what's on your plate right now. And when the time comes up, the system will remind you and then you can tackle the task. Yes. So, uh, Frank, I think one of the uh, synonyms for productivity would be attention or lack of it, right? And uh, a big challenge in the 21st century is uh, so many things are competing for attention. For example, social media, negative news, there's YouTube and there are friends who are chatting you up on WhatsApp all the time and things like that. Uh, what would you think uh, is the biggest challenge toward productivity in the 21st century? What takes up our attention the most? I think the biggest, the biggest challenge is focus. You mentioned so many things yep. that compete for our attention and they're so alluring mm -hmm. and it is by design. Uh, Facebook hooks you in by design, you know, yes. and you know, next thing you know, you went there to see one thing and it's now 20 minutes later and you've looked at so many things and something has taken you over to a YouTube video that's taken you to another YouTube video. And, and there are no edges to any of that. You could watch YouTube all day long for that yeah. matter and be farther behind than you were when you started the day. So to me, the key, is to start the day and that day having been planned the evening before with mm -hmm. what's my day going to look like tomorrow? You know, first of all, what are the appointments that I have? And we're all, we're all pretty good about that. We, you know, we're good about being able to show up for that 10 o'clock meeting, yep. but it's the other things that we had planned. It's the project that I want to have completed two weeks from now, but what do I need to do tomorrow and the next day and the next day so that two weeks from now, I will have done all the steps to, to complete that. That's the kind of thing that tonight I need to make decisions about what I'm going to work on tomorrow and put that thing in such a nice, neat order and everything worded so clearly that my list attracts me that when I get up in the morning, I would rather work on that list, then look at email, then look at Facebook, then go to YouTube, make that list so attractive. And when people say, but, but what about, you know, the phone and you got all these things going on and I ask them this, I say, let's imagine your favorite athletic team. And for here, uh, I'm in the United States, I'm in Alabama. And those that are familiar with the university of Alabama, our football team, it's just, fabulous. So I want you to imagine that the University of Alabama, that they are, they're down by three points and there's 30 seconds left to go in the game. And we've got the ball and we're on the five yard line. And what happens on this next play is going to determine whether we win or whether we lose the game. Now, mm -hmm. Rohan, I want you to imagine that at this point, your phone dings, an email has come in, or the phone rings. Yeah. Are you going to answer any of that? 
No, you're gonna, you are gonna ignore all of those distractions. Yeah, Absolutely. somebody comes in the room and says, "Hey, hey, Frank, I'm gonna go. Wait, 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 go away, go away. I'm totally focused on the thing that's important." And then after we make our touchdown and we win the game, then I'll be focused on something else. So the ability to be a hundred percent focused on what you need to be, on what you need to be focused on and ignore everything else for then that to me that is essential for being able to get things that matter accomplished you know, otherwise you start you start to feel like you're like the cashier at the grocery store you're just standing yeah. there waiting on the next thing to show up and that's no way to run your life Absolutely not. And two very important things that I want to unpack in this. Uh, one is obviously uh, distractions. So uh, when I'm recording a podcast, for example, everything is off. My phone is off. There is no notification. My doors closed so that I can only focus on the other person I'm interviewing. That's number one. And you also talked about uh, how addictive uh, Facebook and YouTube can be. So there has been multiple research done on that, how Facebook, social media, YouTube, Netflix, or all these other modern technologies, how they hijack our brain to hack into our dopamine receptors. So dopamine is a circuitry which rewards good behavior. And we want to do more of that. So anything like, you know, Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, they create those dopamine hits in our brain so that we keep craving that next, you know, Facebook notification or the next video on YouTube or things like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it, it's all by design and they do it very well. Yes. So it's extremely difficult to uh, escape the urge to check in onto your phone. The only way you can do is cold turkey, switch off your phone, all notifications and focus at the task. All That's what I do, especially when I'm recording an episode. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, Frank, uh, say that somebody is really struggling with productivity. They have 10 items on their list, but every day they can do one or two. They cannot be on, go beyond their first, second or third tasks and they're way behind what is the one advice or tip that you'd give a complete beginner to productivity? How can they get to, you know, four out of uh, 10 of their to-do list, then five, then six, maybe 10 on 10 in some time? Mm -hmm. Well, from, from what you described, it sounds like a, a person that really doesn't have a good idea of what they can get done in mm. the day mm. and if, if you say there's only you know there are two or three things or not first of all probably those two or three are are projects that need to be broken down into other steps if people yep. ask you know how frank how many things do you get during done during the day well it's you know 30 or 40. and i say good yep. gracious how do you get all of that done in an eight hour day well there are things that are broken down to things that are you know, to make this phone call and that phone call will only last five minutes, but that phone call gives me the answer to a question that's going to allow me to push forward a project. Uh, yep. Another one of those tasks, maybe to go and research something on the internet that's only going to take 
10 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. So I'm, I'm really good and have always been good at going, okay, here's the outcome. Here's where I want to be. What are those projects? What are those steps that lead up to completing that project? And how can I put those things together so that it's just sort of easy to go through the day? Um, like, uh, you know, I may run six or eight errands when I get yep. in the car. Yep. Now, there's six or eight errands. They may deal with six or eight different projects. But rather than get in the car and do one of them and come back, no, I look, how do these, how do these things work together so that I cannot, not really multitasking, but how can I do things that work together well and are yeah. each pushing forward a different project? Absolutely. So, so that, you know, for that person that's only getting, you know, a couple of things done during the day, I'd say, one, we'll start by breaking the things down, word them very clearly so that when you start to do that task, that you know exactly what to do, that there are no, you know, in, in workshops, I say all the time, you know, if you've got two things on your list, one of them solve world hunger and the other is buy shoestrings. <laughs> At the end of the day, one of those is going to be accomplished. Yep. You're going to buy the shoestrings because you know where to go. You know what they look like. You know about how much they cost when you get them home. You know how to install them. Well, world hunger is a, a much more worthy project. But where do you even start? So world hunger, that's going to sit on your list for, for years. So break the things down. Um, and then sometimes the best thing to do, you know, for that person who's overwhelmed and they say, I got all these things I got to do. Sometimes the best thing to do is not to do any of them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the best thing to do is just to simply get organized to take all of those papers that are all over everywhere and put them in one big pile and just start with the top thing. What do I need to do with this? Is this something that, oh, I just need to throw this away. Or this is something that just needs to be filed. Okay, let me put it over here in a pile of just things to file. Oh, here's a phone call that I need to make. Well, yeah. Let's let's you know, let's organize this into some different piles, and then we can go through all the phone calls at one time. We can take all the things that just simply needed to be put in the filing cabinet, and we can go file those all at one time, or hand those to somebody else who can go and do that for us. Because once one of the things about getting really organized is you start to see what are some things that somebody else can do for me. Now, if you're first starting out, if you're 12 years old listening to this, the answer is probably nobody. People or your mom and dad are delegating things to you. Yeah. Now, there are plenty of moms and dads out there that have 16-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 8-year-olds, 4-year-olds that they could delegate things to that would help those young people to grow up to be responsible adults. And when I talk to principals and when I talk to teachers, I say, you have more people to delegate to than anybody in the world. Hundreds of young people come through the doors every day. And probably the best examples of delegation that happens, if you go and you visit a master first grade teacher five minutes before the end of the school day, she says the magic word and 
20 students get up and flock to all corners of the classroom. Here are two students that are straightening the reading area. And this one is watering the plants. And this one's changing the calendar date for tomorrow. And this one's feeding the classroom gerbil. And two minutes later, everybody's back in their seat and the teacher's smiling. And she's smiling because 20 jobs have just been done that she doesn't have to do. But what you have to do on the front is, is identify what those jobs are. You know, until you get it all in front of you, it's it's hard to delegate what you don't really know you have. But when you get it all in front of you, you can start to make decisions of what you're going to keep, what you're going to give to somebody else, and what has just outgrown its usefulness and does not have to be done at all. In businesses all across the world, there are reports that are being submitted that are never being read because the whole reason for having the report has long since passed. Yeah, yeah. Makes total sense. And if I were to unpack all the ideas that you uh, put forward in the last segment, so number one most important thing, I guess you could say uh, the how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time. So small chunking, yes. small chunking your big goals so that you have one to-do list for that activity on your calendar every day. Number two would be what Stephen Covey calls uh, how to prioritize properly. So urgent and important things only. And third would be delegation. Uh, You can get so much more done if uh, you are only doing the things that you are good at and then distributing the other things which people are good at and they can take it up. Yes, absolutely. Makes sense. So, uh, Frank, uh, I think you have had such a long and fulfilling career. Uh, would you have any advice for people who are just starting out uh, their careers or they are in the midst of their careers but not very happy or productive with it? Would you have any advice for them to build a fulfilling career that also nourishes their soul? With time is the most valuable resource that we've got. You know, if you look Absolutely. at any any good thing that you're doing, whether it's for yourself, your family, your community, your co-workers, it, it all happens through the dimension of time. We got 24 hours today. We're yeah. going to be given 24 hours tomorrow. So if you're not happy with your life before you go to bed tonight, all you got to do is decide what is it I can do tomorrow? What is it I can do tomorrow? that is going to make things better. And at the end of that day, what can I do tomorrow that is going to make things better? You see, the thing, the easiest thing to do is do what we've always done. The easiest thing is just to keep grinding through life the way we've been grinding through life. Change yeah. is hard or Very can easy. be hard. Yes, we, 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 we resist it like the plague. But you know, who is that? Who is that person that I'd really like to meet? You know, who is that person that if I felt if I could make that contact, they could help me? All right. Well, what's the one thing that I can do to to make connection with that person? Well, you know, I don't know that person, but I have this friend who knows that person. I mm-hmm. can call my friend and say, hey, could you somehow arrange the two of us to get together? Um, you know, 
or it may be, I don't know that person, but I have a phone number. I'm going to make a cold call and just introduce myself. I think back as, as a young band director and, yeah. and you know, I, I looked up to some of these guys who really had these great junior high bands and, uh, you know, I just make a phone call and say, Hey, uh, we have a school holiday coming up on such and such a date. If you don't mind, I'd like to just drive over and spend a day with you and just watch you teach. Well, of course, they thought I was the smartest person in the world because when I was looking for somebody to come and watch, guess who I picked, you know? <laughs> so, you know, not only am I watching them teach and gaining things, but it, it was the start of relationships that lasted for decades. Yeah. And I found that as I got better, they were actually asking me, well, Frank, how do you do X, Y, Z? Um, and, it, you know, and I, and I find that when you see people who are successful and you start to peel back that onion, everybody has their story of how other people had helped them get to where they are. So if yeah. you're trying to do it all yourself, it, it just, it, it doesn't happen. You've got to hitch your, your, your wagon to a star and then you know, as others are coming along, you'll be willing to be a mentor to them as someone else did for you. Absolutely, for sure. So important. Uh, so Frank, one, one more thing that I wanted to ask you was, uh, I think you are pretty savvy internet marketeer because you're uh, present on Instagram, you're there on Facebook. Uh, there's a very well laid out uh, website which talks about what you do. So uh, for someone who uh, wants to get started in a consulting business and want to sell their workshops, uh, how important do you think internet marketing is for them? And do you have any tips, tools or strategies or any form of in internet marketing that you have seen to be working for you really well and could work in other consulting businesses as well? Yeah, I think that's the $64,000 question for all of us. You know, we're, we're all trying to, to find the ways, you know, doing something well it is one thing. And I think there's so many people, including myself, who feel like we have something to offer the world. But yeah. how to let the world know who we are and what we have to offer when there's so much noise out there? Uh, you know, getting through the noise is is so so difficult. Um, a couple of things I would suggest, and and it's it's pretty much the same um, that I, I think you're going to find anybody who's really successful in internet marketing is is build your email list. You know, yeah. Facebook is, is good, LinkedIn is good, uh, Twitter's good, you know, all, all of that thing. But I find I don't really buy based on a, a tweet. When you can get through to somebody's email on a regular basis, yep. so start an email list. Um, and so once a week, I don't spam my list, uh, but once a week, the people on my list hear from me with valuable content that, hey, here's what I put on my blog this week that's also repurposed as a podcast, that's also repurposed as YouTube, that's also repurposed as a newspaper column for the local paper. But they get this email letting them know that, 
hey, here's the content for this week with a link right to it and a couple of sentences about why I think it's going to be helpful to them. And then just a few tips on things that I've read over the last week that I enjoy that helped me that I think they would enjoy also. And then when I do have something to sell, when there's a course coming out or a new book that's come out, yeah. um, you know, then they don't feel like, well, he's just doing nothing but trying to sell. They know they, they get value, 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 value. And now here's something that I'm offering for money and they're not offended by that. And many of them that say, yes, I want that. And hey, if you come out with something else, let me know that too. Because if your free stuff is as good as it is, man, your paid stuff just, just is probably going to be fantastic. So number one, having the email list. Mm-hmm. Secondly, uh, you know, we got to have a website. You know, you just in this day and time, that's sort of your sort of your business card. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be elaborate, but it does need to be there. It does need to let the the person who's coming know instantly what is it that you do, and how can they get in touch with you to uh, to work with you? You know that that's just got to be ultra obvious. And third to realize that the internet's not going to do everything for you. Nope. When when somebody contacts me and says, Frank, we, we would like for you to come and do a breakout session at our conference, or Frank would like to bring you to, into our school system to work with all of our administrators. The question I always ask is, how did you hear about me? And it basically boils down to one of two things. Number one, I read your book or Mm -hmm. number two, I heard you speak at XYZ, you know, conference. Yeah. Never does someone say, you know, you wrote the most fabulous tweet on Twitter one time. (laughs) No, it never (laughs) works that way. So yeah, word of mouth, word of mouth is is so good. You know, and I mentioned, you know, I have a book out there and you know, that's sort of a whole nother interview. How do you get to publish that sort of thing? But you know, these days, anybody can write a book and put it out there. You know, what is it that you know and you know well, what is it that people ask you about all the time? You could put together a fairly short ebook mm-hmm. and sell that on Amazon or give that away. You know, when people join your email list, they get that. And if it's good enough, then people go, wow, this is amazing. We've got this conference coming up. This would be a great person to have as a, uh, you know, as a breakout speaker, especially if uh, you've included in that ebook I like to do these kinds of things. I like to speak at conferences. I like to come in and work with organizations. Um, you know, do some freebies. You know, if the local Lions Club needs a speaker for, you know, their Wednesday lunch, go. Because you never know who's going to be in the audience Then, then later is going to turn around and invite you in. And when you ask the question, how did you know about me? They say, well... About a year ago, you were the speaker at the Lions Club, and I was yeah. in the audience, and I was so impressed with what you said about da 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 da. So you know, you never know what you're doing today that's going to pay off a year, two years, five years down the road. 
absolutely frank such valuable advice and i think email list is absolutely genius so basically uh, there's a thing called customer acquisition cost so basically you know uh, when you're uh, paying facebook to give you traffic and you're trying to sell them a product or service but email list is you know and without having to pay or buy the traffic it's traffic that you and you can build the relationship over time and after a point if you are launching something your new product or your new service or your new workshop it's just very easy to get the message across it's absolutely brilliant yes okay so uh, frank time for something fun i am introducing a new section to this uh, podcast which i called word association so i am going to give you a word and you have to reply with the first word that comes to your mind when you hear that word okay i'm ready freedom organization wow love mhm because you know i i think back you know i i told a story from high school let me just mm-hmm. tell a story from college sure you, you know the week that i loved i don't know if it was the most but certainly one of the most pleasurable times in my life at college was finals week ah mm. uh, you know people go no gosh you're studying oh yeah no <laughs> I was ready. You know, the term paper had already been written. Okay. The studying had been done. So if the night before the big test there was this wonderful concert that I wanted to go to or or some some event was happening that I really wanted to go to, I had the freedom to say, "Yeah, I'll go to that." I was not the one going, "Ah, yeah, I'd love to go, but I can't. I got to stay up all night long and finish this term paper. I got to stay up all night long and study for this test." Mm-hmm. Because I was organized and because I was working ahead of deadlines and setting reasonable goals for every day and making progress day after day after day, I had the freedom to say yes when I wanted to say yes. Wow. And that's something so many people don't have they're doing their taxes the day before you have to have your taxes done or 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 have a penalty and there's so much there's so much stress that's involved and um you know people who leave late for meetings you know I the only way they're going to get there on time is if every traffic light they come in contact is green and they yeah. find a parking <laughs> place right off the bat well what are the chances of that happening very and they, small you know, and they beat themselves up freedom and organization just go hand in hand amazing wealth happiness passion dreams career smiles family Devanya my wife wow marketing helping i, I don't know if it, yeah, let's see if you be more than one word one word helping the world um but if it's got to be one word i'd say helping sure meaning of life 
happiness. Legacy. Happiness again. Productivity. Freedom. Wow, amazing. I think uh, that was it Frank. It was a fascinating interview and so much a uh, value for all the people listening in. Thank you so much for your time. And really? uh just one thing before we go, uh if people want to reach out to you and want to work with you, what's the best way to find you online? Very easy. Just my name frankbuck.org. So I'm not .com but .org frankbuck.org. Uh hop on my mailing list. I've got a couple of free gifts for people. Right off the bat, one of them gets your desk clean. The other one puts everything you have to do in one place. And uh you know, you hear from me about once a week. Um and I hope it's something that that people find value. Come on over to the website and let's get started. Let's get to know each other. Absolutely. Uh I'll link uh your website again in the podcast description so people can find it easier. And I really cannot thank you enough Frank for being a part of this episode. It was valuable, it was fun, it was entertaining, it was amazing. It, and it was a pleasure from from my standpoint as well. Rohan, thank you so much for having me today. Thank you so much. I would like to have you or uh, you know love to have you in another future episode. I think we have so much in common and so many things to talk about. We could do multiple episodes. I would love it. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Listen. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. I really appreciate it. Now, if you think you have got any value out of this episode, please make sure to engage with the content. My podcast is available on all of the platforms like Spotify, like Apple Podcast, Google Post Podcasts, Breaker, and it's also even available on YouTube. So if you got some value out of this content, please like, please subscribe, please leave a comment or please download and share it with someone who would get value out of this. That's all I ask. Thank you so much.